Listener Production. Relish, chutney, hollandaise or HB? Things are about to get saucy. You naughty little monkeys, you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, it's never nice to see your uh, your adopted town on the news, but shout out what, to Port dep- Macquarie. Well, depends on the news story. Well, shout out to <laughs> Port they're Macquarie. Winning, they're winning tidy town of the year. You're up, you know, giving them a big cheer. Well, I'll give you the um, I'll give you the headline. Epic fail. <laughs> New South Wales local council's Christmas tree branded an epic fail by residents. <laughs> That state has been New South fails for a long time, I've got to tell you. <laughs> this, so shout out to Port Macquarie, Hastings um, Council. You know, I'm a big fan of Port Macquarie. I'm there all the time. Absolutely love the joint. But having a look at this Christmas tree, it honestly looks like Santa threw toilet paper over it. Like, it's just been <laughs> pranked. The lights are just draped so badly across it. Oh, boy. Um, and, it, and it even made the uh, top ten... Shit Town Power Rankings of the week uh, on what? Facebook's Shit Towns of Australia. So, have you seen the Shit Towns of Australia Facebook page? Look, I have not. Here we go. Okay, number one, this particular town in WA, Pest puts live crabs in letterboxes. <laughs> for what reason? What was their motive? I don't know. It doesn't say that. And then number two is a grub was jailed for throwing cups of poo on two different police officers. So, I mean, these places sometimes literally are the shit towns of Australia. <laughs> and I don't think that a dodgy Christmas tree really deserves to be on the list. But anyways, All shout right. out to Port Macquarie. I still love you. Can't wait to see you over the holidays. Mwah. Well, it'll be a big show today. Not only do we have a very funny mailbag, but Matt O'Kine, uh, you've been a, um, a cheeky boy in the, the lead up to Christmas. Yeah, that's right. I've uh, been, you know... Part of the Stan movie, Christmas Ransom. And often people ask, 18 years in the biz, how did you get your big shot at mm. the stardom, at the Christmas stardom? Well, yeah. When there is a distinct lack of talent, people smell a rat. And I think we've discovered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here to... A rat amongst the to, cheese. I am here to explain myself. It all makes sense in a couple of minutes. We'll jump right into this story. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Very special moment for me last week, Alex Dyson. Screening of... The stand. Hang on. Don't, orig- don't say the actual real thing. I need time to come up with a funny thing that would be a special moment for Matt. Um, uh, oh. I don't know. Resisted the urge to eat chippies or something like that. Yeah. A special, special moment for Matt. Um, come on. This is a podcast. We can think of something and edit it in. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Ah, forget it. All right. What actually happened? <laughs> <laughs> We've got unlimited recording yeah. potential <laughs> all the time in the world. Uh, it's it's moments like this where the question, so what, do you script it beforehand or what, <laughs> is answered. <laughs> so, very special moment. Having the pleasure of going to the premiere of the Stan original film, Christmas Ransom. There you go. Now, this, not to be confused with the Mel Gibson film, Ransom, where he yells, Very different films. Give me back my son! Give me back my son! No, but it's not without its peril, okay, that this our film, because there's a lot of danger going on. I play Derek, a toy store owner, and, um, you know, a couple of kids try to sneak into the store to steal, uh, steal some... 
prezzies for Christmas. Sorry, the kids are the bad guys in this. Well, though, that's what you think at the beginning. Right. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, let's just say some things happen where suddenly uh, we very much rely on the kids to save the day. It's an absolute hoot. Absolutely loved it. But it was a very special little prem for me, premiere, because mm. went to the cinemas and uh, Sophia came along. Oh, to watch the movie. But also my dad was in town, so he came along. Three generations of O'Kines. Yeah, and so but, but so before the movie, I said to Sophia, I, I had to sit her down. I said, look, I've got to tell you, Sophia, some people might be mean, being mean to dad on oh. screen, okay? But do you got to know that I'm going to be next to you, so it's not actually me. It's all mm-hmm. just pretend. It's just a movie. Mm-hmm. She thought it was all very funny. Mm-hmm. She was like, ah, ha, ha, you're going to be next to me, but you're also going to be on the screen. And I was like, yes, I'm going to be watching myself. So I'll be there as well. And she's like, ha ha, you're going to be watching you. And I was like, yes, it's all very funny. And she's all laughing and it was all good. And then we get in the movie and then lo and behold, people hold me hostage and take over my store. And suddenly Sophia's it's a Christmas like, ransom, yeah. uh, <laughs> Sophia's literally yelling out, wailing in the cinema. No, seriously. <laughs> bawling her eyes out saying, I don't like this. <laughs> And the reviews are in. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. If I'm like, Dad's okay. She's like, no, I know. I know. I just don't like this. <laughs> She's like, this is a very derivative plot. <laughs> so anyways, there were moments a little, where. You got yourself a little Roger Ebert going on there, Matt. <laughs> no, but look, it was, it was a really, it was a nice treat to have Belinda, Sophia there, me, yep. and then my dad. And then on the end of our little seating row was my sister because she works at Stan, right? Yes. So my sister works at Stan and, uh, and was, was one of the executive developers of this film. But here lies the issue for me. Yeah. Because now I never want to tell people that. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, the old uh, got the role. Ambassador. For the United States, Ivanka Trump uh, coming in. That's interesting. Sure, Ivanka would be the most qualified. Well, you know, this whole there's a lot of discussion around nepotism in industries. Oh, yes. A lot of people say it's not what you know. Well, that's it. And so suddenly I just find myself in all instances having to justify how I got this role. Yeah, damn. So people are like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no. Hey, I had a, I had a, Two seasons of my own show on Stan. Well, that's starting to whiff as well now. <laughs> Before she even, she wasn't even living in the country. She was working in France. I got that. Sh- and now, if anything, I got her the job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Got you, got you. Apparently when the, when the producers said we want to put Matt in the film, Rachel was like, I don't want anything to do with this and had to just leave the conversation. Right, declare a conflict of interest and get out of there. Yeah, damn. So, Alex Dyson, we put a little call out on our Instagram at matt.n.alex, which we love doing day to day, so please keep an eye out on our gram. Felicity shot us a message back saying, uh, my dad needed to hire someone to do some admin one to two days a week. He also knew he was downsizing in six months. So figured it was easier to hire and fire me than do it to some innocent bystander. <laughs> and then she says, he wouldn't even buy me a meat pie the day he laid me off. So. Oh, come on, you need a departing pie. Come on there. That's really, really rough. I feel more comfortable firing my daughter than I do about, a stranger. What about at least just handing your daughter the pie 
and in tomato sauce is written, you're fired. <laughs> you know? I smell toast. All right, Alex Dyson. I'm going to make a sound for you and I want you to guess not just what it is, but how many of them there are. <laughs> Okay. okay, so I have to shut okay. my eyes or something? Yeah, shut your eyes. A live okay, secret go. sound. Okay, yeah, exactly. What is it and how many of it is there? You said you dropped something? No, I'm just, I'm going to shake it, look. Oh, shaking something. <laughs> that sounds like, um, sounds like a dungeon master's big <laughs> ring of, <laughs> ring of keys or something. That is, it's the keys. How, guess how many I got? Oh, jeez. Yes. I just opened my eyes and saw what looks like uh, the Milky Way of keys. <laughs> just everywhere, man. I'm rocking 13 keys <laughs> at the moment on the one ring. That's if I include the bloody little go-get dongle that I use to <laughs> get in the van sometimes. How did anyone put you in charge of 13 locked things? I feel like I'm a prison warden <laughs> just walking down. Honestly, so so my my sister's gone away for a little bit, right, to do a TV conferency thing, and so she's like, "Oh, could you just help get my the two boys to daycare?" I'm like, "Okay, sure." So I got to get up at five thirty every morning because her partner goes works very early in the morning. So oh, Uncle Maddie, and, yeah. So I got to go over there at five o'clock in the morning, right? Breakfast radio time, <laughs> you know. I thought I left it all behind. Now I'm. You know, back doing well, it. Well, at least this time you get to hang out with people that are more mature than me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, as I'm getting, you know, shown, oh, this is the milk and everything like that. This is how you get in. And then it's like, oh, you'll probably need keys as well. So then you got two keys. And then I just, I was putting them on my, all, like all the other keys I've got. And I got two office keys, you know, one to get in the front door, one to get in the office. I got two elevator keys from a building, one to turn the elevator on, then one to go up. I got the fob to get in the building. I got two front door keys. I got the keys from my dad's house in Brisbane. I got the letterbox keys. Right, just keys, keys, keys is killing me. So I thought. On the first day of, <laughs> on the Jesus. first ring of math, you, <laughs> my true so anyways, love gave a key. I was like, am I the only one? Like, surely Into I'm his not- house, a little entry. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, am I the only one? I want to know how many people are carrying lots of keys. Like, how many keys are you carrying and why? But here's the thing. <laughs> I thought heaps of people were going to come back and be like, oh, I've got 27 keys. Yeah. You know, what, blah, I'm the janitor at the blah, local blah, high blah. school. Exactly. It was the almost the exact opposite. The amount of people who are rocking around... With but one or two keys in their whole life. There's mine. That's it. Mine? How many you got on that? Uh, I've got a uh, front door. Yeah. I got apartment fob. Got my bike lock. Oh. Got my letterbox. And I got Comedy Republic. See, that's, fo- that's five. That's more than that's most. Small. Okay, check this out. Let's check this out. And they're, at least they're all on the one key. Ashley said, I'm a staunch believer in carrying separate keys for separate things. I have a loan car key, a loan house key, what? two sets of work keys. I don't want to be responsible if I lose all keys at once. <laughs> Mayhem. But you'd forget the keys for each I, thing. Because I mean, if you I, had the car and the house, you got to so It's like the combinations. That'd be so tricky. I know. You're like, oh, am I going to use the car today or am I going to go to the house? Or you just have them all. Okay. Michael said hundreds. I'm a locksmith. Fair call. <laughs> Diz said just a car key. 
Lost my house keys so many times, I don't bother owning them anymore. I just hope the doors are unlocked or someone's home when I get home. What? Hang on a second. How are people living like this? Did this guy just give up on keys? (laughs) Yeah, I, I just... How do you just hope your your house key your house is open? Like Joey, check this out. Joey said, "I pay insurance so I don't have to. I leave my key in the ignition and a key under the mat." So the just the key is next to the lock at which it opens at all times. So, if not in it, within the lock. So just like openly happy for anyone to steal his car, to break into his house. He's like, oh, I pay insurance. I don't mind. Surely there's a clause in the insurance. If you leave the keys in the ignition, they don't pay. They, they come up with all sorts of reasons not to pay you. I'm pretty sure key in the ignition would be one of them. Because the amount of movies where people are like looking around for the key and it's under the visor. Does anyone keep a key under the visor? Anyone? Apparently, apparently Joey doesn't even bother hiding it in the, in the visor. Doesn't even Too have that security to measure. Keep it there. Um, but also, Lucy is on the line right now. Hello, Lucy. Hello there. Now, how many keys are you counting? Zippity doodah. None. None. No, never carry a key. Don't need to. You what go you anywhere, you everywhere's open? Do you live in a cave? <laughs> what happens, Lucy? No, live in a house, live in a house, have a key. Partner works from home, so he's mostly there, so I rarely have to bother even getting the key out. But if we're out together, we plant the key in the secret spot, boom, we're done. We don't even have to carry a wallet. We don't have to carry keys. I just don't understand. Like, can't you? Don't have a car. Don't need to do anything. Just no keys. So you don't, don't have do a car? No, we, we got rid of the car because we're working through the city yep. and just went, you know what, let's just get rid of it. Let's save some bucks with the whole cost of the car stuff going up. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, so no key. I mean, I've got an apartment that I've, you know, rent out. There's keys involved there, but then not having to be carried around on my person, so I'm all good. So do you, do you feel free? <laughs> you know what? When we started leaving the key out, I was like, oh, that's actually quite cool. You know, it, actually, it does actually feel better, especially if you're going out for a bit of a night out, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You kind of go, don't have to worry about losing it or dropping it or something like that. So. Oh, because I've got these big bundle of keys in my front pocket at all times. I'd feel naked if I didn't have them, but they just, they jut out in all different directions from my thigh. It looks like my legs, you know, got Bart Simpson's haircut. Like a janitor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> So I'm, I've got to think, I thought you might have some sort of fancy, you know, electronic Wi-Fi lock or something. Yeah, the code house, lock is becoming more popular. Well, that would that would be the future. That's definitely the future. Just like we've got all of our, like, FBOS cards and whatnot on our phones. Don't even have to carry your wallet. Although that's caught us out a couple of times because getting cash out with your phone is a bit trickster. Mm, oh, yeah. And also, yeah, you leave your, you know, some app open and it drains all your battery. Suddenly you... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, my, my wallet's out of battery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, anyway, Lucy, thank you very much for letting us know no the way of the the way that I could be living. I could be about a kilogram lighter. <laughs> so thank you very much, Lucy. No worries. Have a good one. thing is, though, Matt, where's your 14th? I thought the um, the mayor of Indrapilly would have given you the key to the city, mate. <laughs> Where do you keep that one? Nah, just leave that one under the third rock outside Indrapilly Shopping Centre. <laughs> but don't go looking. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's a Friday, and as always, we like to end our week by diving into the mailbag to check some of the correspondence that we weren't able to address throughout the week. Alex Dyson. Robin has got amongst us uh, on the topic which splits the team. I wouldn't say down the middle. It was me on the correct side and everybody else on the wrong side of uh, weeing in the shower while you're in there. <laughs> of course I'm <laughs> pro-wee in the shower. The numbers are getting even worse. Chris Marsh in the studio. Welcome back, Marshy. Hi, guys. What position are you in there? Well, Matthew just asked me, do I pee in the shower? And I said, of course. Oh yes, exactly. Oh it's all and drains. All it's all going yes. to the same spot. It is going to the same spot because Nick... Right, got in touch regarding this topic and said, I'm a wastewater engineer and can a thousand percent confirm that all drains, toilet, shower, sink, etc., go into the same sewage pipe. Start peeing in the shower, Daiso, and save water, you dog. Okay, you're watching me. I walk into the toilets and step into the toilet bowl. You guys are going, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, you're standing in your own toilet bowl <laughs> every time you wee in the shower. Hey. I- <laughs> You're, fa- you're not factoring your number twos here, okay? That's gross. <laughs> no one's suggesting that you poop in the shower. Right? No one's saying you should do that unless, I don't know, does anyone in the here the show poop in the shower? Go on. Robin said, okay, we've got a problem now. I have had two showers this weekend and both times whilst I was weeing in those showers, the first things that pops in my head, Alex Dyson, this must stop. <laughs> I'm a happily married woman. Well, unbelievable, Robin. I'm very disappointed in you. Isn't there a reason to do it too? Isn't like doesn't it? Wouldn't it help get rid of tinea or something? That's or what that... I mean. That that was the myth originally. Right. I remember well, being there's no told jellyfish in the shower. You don't need to be weed on stings. I remember when I was growing up. I think my mum told me that Madonna had said that she wheezes in the shower to get rid of her tinea. And I remember. I'll tell you something. I lived with tinea when I was about ten or twelve years old for a very long time. Because remember, I've told this story. I was too embarrassed to tell my mum what was going right. on. So I used to weave tissues in between my toes and they would like peel and bleed and itch all day. Like it was, I lived like this for about a year of my life and every single day I'd be peeing on my toes. Oh, it wasn't clearing up after the first two days, three days, four week, two months. Yeah. Yes, it did not work. So thanks for nothing, Madonna. Oh my god, we've got to move on from that topic and get on to Paula, who uh, has one on dodgy prices. I hear Bron with the dodgy prices at bars. I was charged extra for a ginger beer after saying no to ice. They said it was because extra ginger beer would be needed to fill the glass. Oh no. No, no, no. (laughs) That is unbelievable. Laura also got in touch with us regarding dodgy prices. Said I was recently uh, going to get charged three dollars for a cafe toasting a fifteen dollars stale sandwich. They said it was because I was going to use up their electricity. Oh. What? <laughs> three for bucks for a fifteen dollars sandwich. Three bucks to run the toasty for five minutes. Oh, I don't think so. No, no, no. The toasted is incorporated into the price. Yes. Also, the toasted is to save your ass so that it's not completely obvious how old and stale that bad sandwich is. That's despicable. Now, we got a little bit of correspondence about this, including Kelly saying, oh, my God, I was listening to Matt talking about the cemetery the other day. One of my favourite cemeteries in the world. I think you described it as the best place to hang out in Brisbane or something like that. No, I said I was giving you my top three favourite cemeteries. Oh, that's right. 
Ingham with all the mausoleums, then the Brisbane Twong Cemetery, and then the Kuji to Bondi Walk Cemetery. Well, I'm glad you said that because Kelly said, I was listening to Matt talking about the cemetery with lots of mausoleums. The first few times he said it, I thought he was saying lots and lots of Liams. I was thinking, geez, that's strange. I wouldn't want to live in that town if my name was Liam. <laughs> all these dead people named Liam are in there. Lots well, and lots what? of Liams. Well, this well, we dug the audio out for you, Kelly, and we could see why you thought that Matt was saying lots and lots of Liams. And lots of mausoleums. Liams. Lots of Liams. Lots of lots of Liams. No, I was clear as day there. And do you want to know something? All this chat about lots of Liams, right? Mm. Another word for chat or talking at length, typical about trivial matters, right? Gab, all right? Now, there's a reason you behind this. You gabber on about something. Yeah, you gab. It's a bit of gab, right? It's talk, chatter about trivial matters. Now, all of this Liam gab or this gab about Liam, lots of lots of Liams. If you look at that word in the mirror, it spells mail bag. <laughs> all right, so, <laughs> Jess... He is a comedic surgeon, <laughs> Matt O'Connor. Hey, nothing funny about it. It's just, it's just a fact. It's interesting. Should have left it for mind blown. What? Thank you very much. Well, someone who's been waiting patiently uh, to have a chat is Jess from Melbourne. G'day, Jess. Hi, how you going? Not too no, bad. Earlier Jess. in the week, I talked about myself getting trapped in a bedroom, in my jockeys, yeah. needing to go to the bathroom. Aside from you getting trapped in this segment for the last five <laughs> minutes. Unable to escape. I was trapped in my own house as well. Um, I went out on a night on the town to the club, had a few drinks, invited a, a gentleman back to my house. Um, yada, yada, yada. You'll, you'll appreciate <laughs> okay. that. Seinfeld reference there, yeah. In the morning, um, I was trying to wind things up. wasn't really working for me. And then I decided, all right, I'm just going to say I'm going to work. So go to the bathroom and pretend to get ready. (laughs) And then I go off to my housemate's um, bedroom. So she's not home. Go off to my housemate's bedroom. I figured, okay, I'll just stay in here for like 10, 15 minutes, wait it out. Half an hour goes by. An hour goes by. So the person thinks you're at work and they'll just leave of of their own volition. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, just just let yourself out. Um, As I'm waiting, I'm just getting more and more hungover as time just goes on. So I'm really holding in all my bodily fluids. They're just, they're just contained inside me. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the two and a half hour mark and he finally leaves my bedroom. Oh and my then by this time I am parched, like <laughs> bone dry. <laughs> I don't have water. I don't have snacks. I didn't prepare for two and a half hours of waiting. Yep. Did you like? Did you actually just say, "Oh, I'm off to work," and then sneak into your flatmate's bedroom? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yes. I'm sorry. So he just he just stayed in the house by himself for two and a half hours. Yes. Yep. So then oh. he, I finally hear him leaving my bedroom, but he doesn't exit the house. Then <gasps> my housemates are making breakfast in the kitchen. So he starts having a chat with them. And I'm thinking, oh, no. Get out. Get out of my house. Did he ever leave or is that, because I feel like I can hear kids in the background of this phone call. Is that the daddy there? That is not the daddy, thankfully. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. Well, Jess, that is an incredible story. You almost trapped for a day in your house and 
as a fact, a day backwards is yada. <laughs> so there you go. Um, thank you very much, Jess. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us on Matt and Ali's All Day Breakfast. We'll catch you next time. Bye. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It has been excellent hanging out. We'll be back with a brand spanker on Monday morning. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.ali.